0: Hey guys, it's him and this is Brustling Unlimited as well. If you're watching live, you've probably seen this notification a couple times because we had a bunch of issues. But if you're not watching live, then we're all good. I got a couple other problems here too. Let's turn this back on. Let's turn this back on. Okay, we're good. Had some microphone issues where for some reason it just did not at all want to pick up the microphone. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Now we've got, give me one other second to check something. Give me one other check. Oh, my, Atlanta. Okay. Hopefully this works and people see the note, see the notification. We are live. Good. We had so many God dang problems, but we're going to power through it. We're going to figure it all out. We're going to talk about Friday night Smackdown that closed with a very emotional ending. So hopefully, you know what, you know know what? Hold
1: on. I, I need to send one thing really fast. Give me one quick second, guys. But uh, all right, we are finally live. There we go. Now hopefully people see that
0: and start start coming in for some reason, it set the live stream this third time I tried to go live as unlisted, which means it's not going to send out a notification, which really sucks. But we're live. We're talking SmackDown. Let's get into it. As far as the show does go, I thought it was an okay show. I thought it was, well, maybe it's better than okay. I thought it was a good show, not great or anything, but then the end. That match with Edge and Sheamus was awesome. And whatever this ends up being, whether it's Edge's last match, Overall, whether it's Edge's last match in WWE, they really wanted you to think that Edge is done and Edge is never going to wrestle again. That's what they really, really wanted you to think with the whole family being there, Ron Hutchison being there, and just all the video packages and whatnot. And so, yeah. Remember- We'll get into that here in a second. I want to say thank you guys for watching. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And podcast services all around the globe. Like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod App, Pod Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Remember, if you are watching live on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out by hitting that donate button down below. Or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can be like Esports Gaming Rules 316 with a tier one subscription, who says, uh AEW says it claims <clears throat> okay, we need to clarify this for a second. His comment is AEW says it claims an attendance record, but WWE sold a lot of tickets for WrestleMania 40 in Philly. So TK, good luck getting edge for the quote overcrowded Wembley. What? First off, you can't even compare the two. AEW has sold over 80,000 tickets, maybe like 81,000. I don't know the number, but they've sold well over 80,000 tickets for a one night event. WWE has sold at 90 to 91,000 tickets for a two night event. Not the same thing at all. There's a lot of people there buying tickets for both nights. Both nights. You can't compare the two. You can't start to not knock in AEW. You can't any of that. And if you do, no offense, gaming, esports, gaming rules, you're a moron. If you start knocking AEW saying, oh my God, it took WWE one day to sell 90,000 tickets. It took AEW how long? And they're not going to have the record. WWE's got time to break that record. Blah, 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 blah. So you can't compare the two in ticket sales. You just can't you can't say oh well, AEW Wembley is only going to do say 85,000 where last year WWE did 160 something thousand for WrestleMania yeah not the same cuz two night event compared to a one night event and I see esports gaming says two nights is better than one night in theory yes But not comparable when you talk about money and tickets and revenue. You can't compare the two at all. Trying to compare the two is idiotic. I'm just going to say it. No offense. Sorry if you're offended. Sorry if I hurt your feelings. Sorry if I said something wrong there. But anybody that thinks that you can compare the two. Anybody that thinks that, oh, WWE sold this many tickets. It's not the same. At all. At all. I've seen it all on Twitter today. AW really sold 80-something. WWE sold 90.
1: Okay, and... And... Two different things. Two completely different things. So, I just want to get that out of the way, because I've seen a lot of people talking about that on
0: Twitter today. Uneducated. It's an uneducated statement to say that uh, AW says they got the record, but WWE is going to break that. No. You can't compare the two whatsoever. But also remember, you can subscribe with an uh, Amazon Prime subscription. You take that Amazon Prime, you take that Twitch account, you lock them together. Bada bing, bada boom, you're Prime Gaming. Also remember, head over to YouTube, hit that Join button, and become a channel member. Finally, we'll play Fortnite. Why? Because you could be Becky Lynch or Bianca Belair, and when you're either Becky Lynch or Bianca Belair, when you're buying, whoops, those two lovely ladies from the epic uh from the um Fortnite item shop, use this code PW Unlimited. Go to the item shop, scroll all the way down, and then it's gonna ask you if you have a crater code, and you do. It's right here: PWUNLIMITED. Use that at checkout when purchasing. Either Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, or both in Fortnite. I've played as them the last couple of nights. They're cool. I got a, lot, a couple of gripes. Like the back blings are kind of dumb for them. And I don't like Becky's uh, ha- uh, hammer. But other than that, it's really cool being Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair, especially Bianca, because they gave her a couple extra traits. Like her hair move. We you know I have the back bling on. Her hair's got a lot of movement. And when you're Bianca, when you're hitting stuff right on target, perfect dead center, lips pop up. Similar to like what's on her gear and the tattoos on her back. So
1: really, really cool. Go get them both in Fortnite. Um, Not the same at all, esports
0: gaming. He says, the edge ending is compared to the Kyrie Sang ending in 2022 when she left. But now Kyrie is ready to come back to WWE. 2020, he means. Not the same at all. Not the same at all. Kyrie left because she wanted to go back to Japan. Kyrie left because she was done with WWE. We don't know why Edge is letting his contract expire. For all we know, Edge's contract did expire and then he signed a new one. Like, who knows? That's very, very possible. But not comparable in the least bit because um Edge got a banger of a match send-off if this is his last match in WWE. What happened to Kyrie? Oh yeah, she got beat up backstage. So again, something else you can't be comparing, guy. Like you're just yeah. Sorry to say it. You're just you're you're 0 for two right now, bud. As far as SmackDown does go. Um Kevin Patrick welcomed everybody to Friday Night Smackdown. Patrick, Michael Cole, and Corey Graves and hyped us up telling us what's going to be on the show. They then open up the show with a Grayson, a Waller effect, special guest Rey Mysterio, and Santos Escobar. Escobar didn't really need to be there. He was a late addition. Like, they've been teasing this since last week. And then this morning or early afternoon, they're like, oh, by the way, Santos Escobar has been added to this uh, segment. Cool, whatever. Escobar came down, selling the leg injury with a brace on his knee. Waller stated, uh, started out by congratulating Rey Mysterio on becoming the United States champion last week. Mysterio said it felt great to be the U.S. champion once again. Waller asked Mysterio if Mysterio and Escobar were co-champions. since They both kind of earned the right. Mysterio said, no, that's not the case. Waller made the case as to why Escobar had his chance at the U.S. title stolen from him in more ways than one. Watch the Mysterio wasn't ready to pass the torch. Waller kept yelling until Escobar finally told him to shut up. I'm going to say right now, from the time he started in NXT, Santel's Escobar, to now, his English has gotten so good to where he's just he's just talking like nothing. Like it's whatever. Like Ray, Someone who, uh, you know, English may not have been their first language, but his promos and his talking and everything, perfect. Kind of like Kevin Owens. You would never know that Kevin Owens' first language was not English. Escobar said that the only person he's mad at, well, is Austin Theory. Escobar said that he gave Mysterio his blessing because his enormous respect for Rey. Escobar called Mysterio his mentor. Escobar said Waller attempts to break them up, and it's not going to work. Escobar uh, uh, continued to speak as Austin Theory would make his way out. He had gear on ready to go. Theory congratulated Mysterio on becoming a three-time United States champion last week. Theory said what happened last week, well, that was a tragedy. Theory said that Escobar wasn't man enough to step up to Theory last week. Theory called himself the greatest United States champion of all time. Theory then said that he needs Adam Pearce to come out here and make a rematch right now so Theory can win back the U.S. title. Adam Pearce did come out. And Adam Pearce was like, hey, nobody wants to hear this. Nobody wants to see this. And then we hear LA Knight now comes L.A. Knight, Adam Pearce gets a big smile on his face, and the crowd goes wild. L.A. Knight comes out with the microphone in hand. This guy knows what he's doing. He's waiting on that crowd. He's waiting for them to come down, because they're still cheering. And he waits, and he waits. Let me talk to you. L.A. Knight said the theory fumbled the ball. Knight congratulated Mysterio, who said at some point, the title will need to go to L.A. Knight. Knight. Reference going through 24 other men at SummerSlam to win the SummerSlam Battle Royal. Knight then challenged Theory to a match where the winner would become the new number one contender for the United States Championship. Adam Pearce said, I love that idea. And that match, it's happening next. The match itself was fine. It was good, not great. It went 10 minutes and... Why did The Miz need to be involved? Oh, because that's the new thing they're doing with LA Knight. LA Knight's the megastar, but Miz thinks he's the megastar and yeah, uh... People are going to, there they already are, crying over this one. So before the match, the Miz's music would hit. Miz walked down to the ring and joined commentary. The bell rang and Theory attacked Knight. Theory controlled the first minute of the match until Knight landed a clothesline and a suplex to even things out. Knight hit a power slam and got a two off of it. Theory then threw Knight outside and Theory grabbed Knight's face while Miz jawjacked him. He's just talking crap. Knight fired up and slammed Theory onto the commentary table repeatedly while Miz Kemp screaming at him. Miz and Knight then exchanged some words and Theory kicked Knight in the face, but Knight came back quickly by throwing Theory into Miz. Knight then posed as the show into a commercial break. Back from said commercial break, Theory was working on a side headlock. Theory landed a rolling drop kick for a two. Theory hit a strong clothesline and went to the apron. Where? He went for another rolling move. But Knight caught Theory and hit a back suplex. Knight then ran Theory into some corners and then landed a neck breaker. Knight got in a Russian leg sweep and a boot for a two count. Knight was bleeding at this point from the forehead, not 100% sure where the the cut came from. Knight landed a running knee to Theory's head. Knight then lifted Theory up, but Theory rolled out and chop blocked Knight in the knee. Theory then went for the A-Town down, but Knight got out of it and countered into a body slam. This is when we saw Miz jump up on the apron. Knight then turned his attention to the Miz and landed a DDT on Theory. Knight then went to the outside and chased Miz everywhere. Until Knight clotheslined Miz on the floor. Theory then rolled up Knight when he jumped back into the ring. Handful of tights and picked up the victory. Not a shitty finish, if I do say so myself. Like, why did we need all this Miz crap? And, yeah. Was, <laughs> I don't know. This This, this finish sucked. And it really took the match down. Because the match itself between LA Knight and Austin Theory wasn't bad. It was a a fine-to-good television match. But the finish and all the missed stuff was just stupid. Brand split. What happened to the brand split?
1: So dumb. Then we got a video from John Cena. Congratulating Edge on 25
0: years in WWE. Sheamus, Natalia, and others also offered up. Some condolence, or some, not just congratulations. We got The Miz, Charlotte, Sami Zayn, a bunch of them. Colden Colvin spoke affectionately about Edge at the commentary table, and Kevin Patrick threw it to a montage about Edge, basically him. I don't know what the show was that Bret Hart was on when he asked Bret for advice, and Bret's like, go get trained and get experience. And then Edge starting in WWE, and then Edge's whole career, and then Edge having to retire, and then Edge coming back. And then, yeah, so great video package here on the show. We then had a tag team matchup next. It went about 14 minutes. Bailey and Dakota Kai came out, and Bailey's like, cut the music, cut the music, cut the music. We got something for you guys. It's the WWE Women's Champion, EO Sky. And EO got a entrance as Bailey and Dakota followed them down the, down the ramp. And if you've noticed, Dakota's there. She's been there since SummerSlam, but she's not doing anything physical. Nothing even getting, she's not even getting close to the ring, basically. I mean, she's getting close to the ring, but in a way of no one's touching her, no one's doing anything. She's barely walking. Like, she's walking slow. She's not trying to hurt, you know. She's not cleared. She says she's got another
1: five, six months. So this match was Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair against Io Sky and Bailey.
0: Bailey and Belair began the match. Bailey went for a takedown and eventually stepped on fo- Belair's foot. Uh, Belair came back with a slam and then worked a side headlock. Belair landed a suplex and danced before tagging in Charlotte. Charlotte put the boots to Bailey and Charlotte chopped Bailey to the ground. Charlotte lifted Bailey, but Bailey countered by pulling Charlotte down via her hair. Sky then tagged in and Charlotte chopped Sky. Charlotte then hit a boot to Sky's head, which took Sky to the outside. Charlotte then landed a rolling splash onto both Sky and Bailey as she threw as, as they went to a break back from the break. Charlotte had control over Bailey and climbed to the top. Bailey then cut Charlotte off and slammed Charlotte from the top rope. Sky then tagged in and kicked Charlotte right in the head before sinking in a headlock. Charlotte worked her way out of it, and Sky came back with another submission. Sky went for a suplex, but Charlotte reversed it into a back body drop and went for the hot tag, but somehow. Didn't get it. Sky landed a drop kick from uh, on Charlotte, and from there on, Charlotte finally got the hot tag to Belair. Belair land, uh, attacked Sky and hit a vertical suplex before firing up the crowd. Bel-Air landed a series of punches on Sky's head until Bailey ran in, and Bailey was the victim of a backbreaker. Sky slowed things down when she drop kicked Belair's knee. Bailey then tagged in yet again. They were doing quick tags with damage control, and she worked over the knee. There was blood on Charlotte's face. Don't know where that blood came from. Belair then slammed both Sky and Bailey, and Belair got the tag to Charlotte, who came off the top and took both Bailey and and EO out. Bailey landed a followaway slam. Oh uh, no! Charlotte landed a follow slam on Bailey, and then hit a clothesline for a two. Charlotte went to the top, but Bailey pushed Charlotte off to the outside. Charlotte clutched her ankle, and Sky attacked uh, Flair back in the ring. Bailey went for a pin, and we only got a two off of it. Sky tagged in and went for a moonsault, but Charlotte moved. Sky then followed this up with a strike to Charlotte's jaw. Like a hard hit. Hard-looking hit. Bailey then tagged in and went for the figure four. But Charlotte cut her off, tagged in Belair, and almost immediately, Belair grabbed Bailey, hit her with a KOD, and pinned her to pick up the victory. Here's the thing. Bailey sells the KOD so well. I'm just going to say that. I thought this was a good match, though. I really did enjoy this match. I thought it was fun, and I thought it was a
1: good Good match for all four women. Uh, We do have a super chat here.
0: This is from, give me one second. It's from Devin Eudarium. I probably said that wrong. He says, what's up, brother? Can I have a shout out to my brother, Neil, for his birthday. He's watching and he'd paged. Love your work all the best. Well, let's do it. Hey, Neil. Your brother Devin says it's your birthday. Well, with that, I want to wish you happy, happy birthday from everybody here at Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Hope you have a great birthday. Heck,
1: we're going into the weekend, so maybe you can have a whole birthday weekend. Again, happy birthday, Neil. Oh, nope, oh, nope. Oh. Alright, so We then get a tag team match yet
0: again. We get a sick tag team match. It's the Street Profits, the new Street Profits, against the OC. Really basic. This match went three minutes, and it was basically all, Street Profits have changed their ways. Here's the new Street Profits. Gallows and Ford began the match with Gallows coming out strong. Anderson tagged in quickly and hit a series of strikes on Ford until Ford came back with a strong clothesline. Dawkins tagged in and went after Anderson, eventually hitting a pump handle slam. Ford tagged in and landed a frog splash and got a two off of it, and it was broken up by Gallows, who was instantly thrown outside. Dawkins put Anderson on his shoulders, but Anderson worked out and hit a spine buster on Dawkins. Gallows then tagged in and the OC went for the magic killer, but Ford broke it up. Ford tagged in, and the Prophets hit their new finisher, like a neckbreaker powerbomb combo type deal, and they picked up the victory. So there we go. They celebrated on the ramp. Bobby, Mus- Bobby Lashley's music hit. He came out, celebrated with them as well, and there we go. So, yeah, these new Street
1: Profits defeat the OC. I'm going to give it time to see where this goes.
0: I don't know what we're supposed to get here. Is this supposed to be just a new version of the Hurt Business? Are they supposed to be different? What's going on? We'll wait and see. Uh Esports Gaming. Kyrie's not supposed to be back till November. She's still got a few more dates to finish up in uh, Japan. Paul Heyman was shown backstage and Kayla Braxton approached him. They had told us before the break. Kayla was going to talk to Paul and ask him about the the bloodline breaking up. It was this the end of the bloodline? Heyman said that he wouldn't give an update. Braxton said that she had been hearing these rumors all week long. Heyman asked her about what rumors she heard. Heyman said Jay Uso abandoned the WWE and the WWE universe. Heyman asked about Braxton's mom and dad because she said he heard rumors about her family. Heyman worked in a jab at LA Knight as well, which was kind of funny. Heyman answered his phone and stepped away. Heyman then said the caller told him that Jimmy Uso will be here live next week on SmackDown. So yeah, only Jimmy announced for next week's SmackDown as far as the bloodline does go. So then... But our main event. This was fantastic. This was great. This was such a good match. It went 19 minutes, and it was Edge versus Sheamus. Or as Edge likes to call him, oh Shamo. This match was so good. I really enjoyed it. It had so much storytelling, so much emotion, so much like, it's over. Oh, my God. No.
1: Like, holy crap. So the two shook hands, and the bell rings. They
0: locked up and Edge shoulder blocks Seamus to the mat. Seamus returns the favor. Seamus landed an Irish curse and took Edge down as as we went to a commercial break. Also, to note, as I stated earlier, Edge's wife, Beth Phoenix, their daughters, Ruby and Lyric, and Edge's original trainer, Ron Hutchins, or Ron Hutchison, who also trained Beth, were all at ringside. We're all in the front row. Beth crying the entire time. Every time they showed Beth, she was crying. So. Uh, When we returned from the break, Edge landed a back elbow on Sheamus and kept control. Action spilled to the outside where Edge hit a powerbomb off the apron on Sheamus. Edge rolled Sheamus back into the ring and went to the top and hit a crossbody for a two. Edge went for a sharpshooter, but Sheamus kicked his way out of it. Edge rolled to the apron and Sheamus picked him up and went for the 10 beats of the Baldrin. At this point, Edge looked like he was pretty beat up, but Edge cut him off and landed 10 punches on Sheamus. Edge got in a series of knees to Sheamus's midsection. Edge then went through the ropes and speared Sheamus off the apron, as the show went to yet another commercial break. When the show returned, Sheamus was working a submission on the crowd, or as the crowd fired Edge up. As a result, Edge punched his way out of it and worked a crossface on Sheamus. Sheamus then made his way to the ropes to break the hold. The two then got to their feet, and Edge ran. Sheamus, Edge ran at Sheamus, but Sheamus got his legs up and went to the top. Uh, as he went to the top, Edge cut Sheamus off with a boot and went to the top too. Two were at the top, or uh, were battling on the top rope, where he hit a superplex and then rolled into the execution and got a two off of it. As the crowd is chanting, "You still got it, you still got it." Edge goes back to the top yet again, but Sheamus cuts him off with a kick. The two then battled while Edge was sitting on the top rope. Sheamus then went to the second rope and hit the white noise from the middle rope. Sheamus then landed the Celtic cross and went for the pin. And then we got one of the best, just super close near falls you can get. Like one, two, third, like it, it was closer than this. It was closer than that when Edge kicks out. I thought Edge was dead. Done, Kaputski.
1: Um,
0: where was I? Sheamus then went for another boot, and Edge rolled him up, and then he hit him with a spear for another really super close near fall. Great stuff here by both men. They're fighting at it for a for a second. Um, Sheamus hits a uh, no a brogue kick. Edge then runs the ropes, hits a spear, and pins Sheamus to pick up the victory. After the match, Charles Robinson raises Edge's hand. Pyro goes off like crazy. Edge looks like he's trying his hardest not to cry. Beth is in the front row crying. Commentary laid out that, well, this may be the last time we ever see Edge in the WWE. Him and Sheamus hug, and the show goes off the air another big question is this it for edge in a couple of different ways is this it for edge overall is he done with professional wrestling is he retired is he yeah or is he just done with WWE because here's the thing ladies and gentlemen here's the thing ladies and gentlemen edge's contract if this is all true and not a storyline has expired which means there is a no there's no no compete clause When you get released by WWE, they say, you're no longer working for us, but for 90 days, we're still going to pay you and you can't go elsewhere. If your contract expires, like Lacey Evans, like they're saying with Edge, he's good to go in the morning to show up. He can literally, if he wanted to, be on collision tomorrow, if all this is true and his contract did actually expire. He could be on collision tomorrow, but we'll have to see exactly what happens radar superstar for all we know he's going to show up in Wembley Stadium for AEW at all in it's very very possible but also there's a good chance they're playing all this up and Edge has already re-signed a deal or done something where he's not going to AEW and made that clear so we'll have to follow this story super super closely and figure out exactly what all goes down now because the live stream was all messed up. We don't really have all of the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Polls. So I only have a Twitch and a community poll. So we're going to go check those really fast. As my nose
1: won't stop itching. But as far as the, not Twitch, Twitter. As far as the Twitter poll does go. I don't know why this is not wanting to load. Come on. There we go. As,
0: far as the Twitter poll does go, 76% liked the show. 18% thought it was just all right. And 5% didn't like it. Looking over the YouTube community poll, 78% liked the show. 15% thought it was just all right. And nope, 79% liked the show. 14% thought it was just all right. And 6% didn't like it at some of the comments, this person says loved it. The main event was on fire. Person says loved it. Thank you, Edge. Person says Edge had a hell of a banger of a match in my opinion. Another person says I loved it. Another one says epic Edge, the man. This one says thank you, Edge. Great show, but where was Oscar? And then this one says it was meh. No bloodline or answer or answers on what is going on with Jay. And then the last comment says liked it. Edge needs to Edge needs to resign with WWE. Resign? Oh, okay. So they wrote it wrong. Resign with WWE and team up with AJ Styles. Okay, that oh my oh. But why does Ed, team up with AJ Styles and go against Judgment Day? Why would A Why does AJ need to go against Judgment Day? No, nah, we're good. We're good on that one. With that, guys, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash unlimited, YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited, and podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod App, Pod Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more.
1: With that, guys, have a great night, have a great weekend, and we'll see you next time. Have a good one, guys.